Also, I want to apologize to everybody for how many times Scott said Power Town last week. Oh. <laughs> Dude, I was listening back. I was like, if if somebody was taking a shot every time you said Power Town, <laughs> I think they'd be dead. Was and it in we, multiple parts of the show or was it specifically oh, dude, when we got to number one? It, it was skeeted all over, dude. <laughs> <laughs> skeeted all over, dude. It was like Randy Marsh. Yeah, exactly. It was all over the room. It was, it was all like, over the room, the walls. It was pent up. I mean, dude, it was just cray cray, dude. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Scott. Hey, yo. Is that his younger brother? It's gonna be Jeff Green. And you're listening to all of the great action figures from our good friends at Hasbro. The fully postable. Have your own WrestleMania with all your favorite figures. Wrestling figure. Each sold separately from LJN. Podcast. And we are the Mount Rushmore of professional wrestling. <laughs> hey, welcome to episode 415 of the fully posable wrestling figure podcast longest running episodic wrestling figure podcast going today my name is jeff and sitting alongside next to me is my real life brother not storyline brother scott scott say hello hello scott what's going on dude well happy new year happy new year new to year new to me <laughs> what just in time to start doing fully posable videos yeah i'm gonna be doing yoga and pilates and Oh, good. In the nude. In the nude. Doing a downward doggy style as your favorite pose. The fetish is Jeff doing yoga. And that's, hey, that's a new (laughs) fetish. So let's bring it on. (laughs) And there's his butthole. All right. Oh, what? What? (laughs) Anyways, happy new year, bro. Happy new year to you, everybody out there listening. I hope everybody had a, a fun and very safe New Year's. Uh, it's a little fuzzy for me after about 12.30 p.m. or 12.30 a.m. after the uh, the New Year's ball dropped out here. But uh, a lot of fun, man. It was a good New Year's. Uh-oh. After your balls dropped, things got fuzzy. I got yeah, it. Right, right. Yep. Things got a little fuzzy, but it was a good time. So what were you drinking? Uh, let's see. We were doing Jameson and margaritas. Okay. Yeah. Shots of Jameson, and then we had some margaritas. Um Got Mountain Mike's for dinner. So we had a bunch of pizza and cheese sticks and salads and wings. And it was really good. Really good. One of the things that always comes up on the TV toy cast when Breaker and I talk is memories of going to Mountain Mike's. And if you guys don't know, Mountain Mike's has now become a pizza chain out here on the West Coast where it started off as to my knowledge, it started off in San Leandro. Yeah, it was pretty small, but they've got a bunch of locations. Like, for example, where I live, Tracy, they've got two. The fun thing was, is it was your typical dine-in pizza place with arcades. Yeah, exactly. Yep. The cool thing was, is you would go and you would sit down at the table. Mom would say, okay, what kind of pizza do you want? Uh, Pepperoni linguisa. Okay. She would get Pepsi for us. She would get her beer. Yep. Dark beer. Dark beer. And then she would give us some quarters and we would go play the arcades. They had like one or two pinballs and the rest were arcades. I remember Spy Hunter, excuse me, Spy Hunter being there. Donkey Kong. Was Rampage there? I think they had Rampage. I know Donkey Kong for sure, uh, but they would rotate them out. I think they had Paperboy at one point. Uh, they might have even had the wrestling game, Matt Mania. I remember them having a wrestling game. I just don't remember which one. I thought they had 
Well, uh, not WrestleFest, but what was the one before WrestleFest? Superstars. Superstars. I think they had superstars there. Yeah, the bo- uh, Manor Bowl, the bowling alley over by us had that one too. I remember That's where we that. we played the crap out of that one. Yeah, but th- what was cool is, is when you would be playing the arcades and you're waiting for your pizza. So at that time, pizza wasn't hot and ready in five minutes. Pizza was like cooked by Mario and Luigi in the back, taking their time, right. making love to the dough, you know? And, and they uh, were always packed. So you waited a while for your pizza. Exactly. So, but and the, you and I were like, take as long as you want. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because we were playing video games. And yeah, exactly. That was the cool part is it, it made time go by quick. Speaking of time travel, yeah. you know, it was like, next thing you know, you're in the middle of a game of spy hunter or Paperboy, And it's like, Oh, pizza's right. It's like, Holy crap. That was fast. And it was like 25 minutes, you know? Right. Yeah. It, you know, it was always fun. They had an all you can eat on Wednesday nights. Uh, I think they still do, but I think it's like a lunch buffet now or something, but it's a lunch buffet. Yeah. So we'd always go to the Wednesday night, all you can eat uh, before COVID. They still had that. I don't know if they're still doing it or not, Uh-huh. but yeah, always fun going to those and just fond memories of the old family style pizza places. Those were always a blast to hang out, play video games, yuck it up with the friends. It was just always fun. The only bad thing was, is when the people would come around with the pizzas, it would be like, okay, uh, what do you have? And they'd be like, I have pepperoni. And like, okay, I'll take a slice. So she, she puts a slice of pepperoni. So you finish off your piece of pepperoni and then you're sitting there and the next person comes by and it's like, what's that? And they're like, anchovy. It's like, oh God, get that trash out of here. They're like, I'm literally starving, but I am not eating anchovy <laughs> pizza. So you're sitting there until the next person comes around. And you're like, Man, I'm hungry. I want another slice of pizza. But you yeah, were... this was before the days of pizza buffets where they'd put them all out and then you just right. go get what you want. These people are actually walking around with the pizza pan and yeah. serving you a piece at a time. But I think you could take like two pieces max because, you know, they had to make the rounds throughout the restaurant. But yeah, that was you were like famished as they're making the rounds and you're just like, OK, two pieces. Cool. I'm going to wait another 30 minutes before I get any more pizza. <laughs> I was like, can we just buy one, please? <laughs> what was mom's favorite pizza she loved beef uh, and onion beef and onion and they would do beef and onion there too they would yep they do linguisa pizza which you don't get in a lot of places either no like a straight up just linguisa a lot of people past california really don't know what linguisa is but linguisa is uh some type of pig well i guess yeah. I, I guess it's like a portuguese sausage yeah that's the best way of putting it is a portuguese sausage Actually, yeah, that's delicious. exactly what it is. Yeah. And it's so good. And I remember Grandma Toon would always cook it. And then the grease that was left over in the pan, we've talked about this before, she would take the bread and she would just mop it up around the pan. So and she, she taught me a linguisa hack. Which was? Don't even waste your time wiping the pan with the bread. Oh, just you turn the pan and drink it? <laughs> Dump it over the bread on the plate. So you put oh. the bread down on the plate. And then you take your linguisa, which has all the grease and everything in the pan, and you just dump it over the bread. Oh, that w- that makes way more sense. You can burn your esophagus if you... Yeah. Yeah. And so when you're done eating all the linguisa, you're left with this orange piece of bread. And yeah. it was the best. And an orange paper plate, because the paper pl- the grease would just soak through the soak paper through. plate. Yeah. <laughs> you had to like double and triple your plate. Otherwise, you had a nice <laughs> big stain on the carpet when you were done. Oh, yeah. Anyways it's funny how we always associate food and wrestling is it that the way it always works i think it is i really think it is like when we'd go and get pizza joint take it back to the house pop on wrestling and just it's always fun hanging out friends and wrestling and food man or you pick me up from school early on mondays and then we go get burritos and then we go back 
I always watched Royal Rumble 91, I think it was. 91, yeah, Rockers and Orient Express. We'd always watch that. Yep, that was the go-to. Yep. <sighs> April 5th, 4 p.m. Big Life Meetup 3. In, speaking of food. Speaking of food, in Philadelphia. Okay, look, we know that progress is going on around that time. Progress Wrestling. Progress, we apologize that we're taking about three people away from you. We apologize. <laughs> However, the Fig Life Meetup 3 is still going on April 5th, 4 p.m. We got to lock all this down, Scott. We got to get the, the, what, the location determined? Yeah, we, we need a, a spot to have it at, uh, so we'll start doing some homework on that. I have it on good authority that Eddie and Adam from Drunk Wrestling History will also be there. Oh, nice. So, uh, yeah, if you guys are fans of both shows, you get to hang out with both crews, Fully Posable and Drunk Wrestling History. So Friday's going to be a good time, man. I can't wait for it. Again, April 5th, 4 p.m., <laughs> Big Life Meetup 3. And if you want to get any of our shirts, head on over to Pro Wrestling Tees or whatamaneuver.net. You can follow us on the Twitter X, YouTube, Snapchat, and the Book of Faces at Fully Posable, Instagram, Fully Posable, WF. P. You can go back and listen to our past podcasts on Podbean, Stitcher, iTunes, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. Please rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes. And you can send us any audio questions, questions, or anything else at all. Send it on over to FullyPosableWFP at gmail.com. Scott, we actually have an omission not from last week, but the previous week. Jeez. Didn't we have one from that week already anyway? No, we didn't. Oh, okay, got it. So we we were due. We were due for an omission, and it did come up. Uh, thank you to Ring Skirts. He called me out. Uh, totally forgot about this, but we were talking about the ECW tag titles, and they did do an ECW tag title with Mick Foley, ECW style Cactus Jack figure. It came with the ECW tag title, which was oh. I remember well, you that. Have that with uh, Mikey Whipwreck, right? Yeah, but it wasn't that style tag team belt. It was like the Intercontinental style tag team belt. So, oh, okay, gotcha. So I had forgotten all about those. I forget the name that belt collectors call that specific tag title, the one that was kind of towards the back end of ECW. Okay. Because the Eliminators were carrying around the Intercontinental title looking tag titles. And that would have been like 97? That was about 96, 96, 96, 97, yeah. Okay, okay. But then they changed it up to this chain link spider looking belt, tag belt. Okay. And that's what they, I think that's what they rounded it out with. So anyways, that gotcha. belt came with Cactus Jack. So thank you to Nate. I totally had forgotten all about that. Got it. Okay. Leave it to ring skirts. Oh yeah, absolutely. Nate's always there to fact check us. The guru. Also, I want to apologize to everybody for how many times Scott said Power Town last week. Oh. <laughs> Dude, I was listening back. I was like. If, if somebody was taking a shot every time you said power town, <laughs> I think they'd be dead. Was and it in we, multiple parts of the show or was it specifically oh, dude, when we it got was, to number one? It, it was skeeted all over, dude. <laughs> <laughs> it was skeeted all over, dude. It was like Randy Marsh. Yeah, exactly. It was all over the room. It was, it was all like, over the room, the walls. It was pent up. I mean, dude, it was just cray cray, dude. But like I was listening to it back and I was like, okay. Scott says Power Town in the predictions a lot. He says Power Town in his top 11. Uh, we talked about it in the news. I'm a so, big fan, if you can't tell. You know, though, I've got to give it up. There, there's a lot of people that are fans. Breaker talks about them a lot on TB Toycast, too. 
Uh-huh. I'm I'm hoping and expecting big things in 24 from them. So there's a lot of love for Power Town. I mean, across the collector community, but between the two podcasts, I've heard Power Town so many times. It's like, all right, let's move on. Well, an interesting development, Jeff. I don't think we have anything Power Town in the news. So you won't have to hear me say Power Town a hundred times like I said Power Town last week. You want to throw Power Town? I was going to say, you want to throw Power Town in a couple more times? Power Town. God damn it. <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> no, I, I'm, I'm a super big fan of theirs, as are, like you said, Jeff, a lot of people. I'm really expecting some great things from them this year. And I can't wait to see where we're at December 31st, 2024 with their lineup. All the surprises they're going to have in store for us. I, I just can't wait. Scott, have you picked up anything? Power Town. God damn it. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I haven't. Uh, I missed, unfortunately. I'll always get an email when BBTS does a WWE figure upload to their site so you can pre-order. Yeah. Uh, somehow, either A, they didn't send it, or B, it went to my spam folder, or C, I just accidentally deleted it. But I missed the Elite 108 pre-order, and thus Terry Gordy is already sold out on BBTS. Actually, three of those figures already sold out on BBTS. So unfortunately, uh, it looks like I'm going to be hunting retail for Terry Gordy. Do you remember when Themen had that very demanding question to Steve Ozer last week regarding? I do. Ozer, where's the Terry Gordy figure? (laughs) He's in developmental. (laughs) (laughs) Very well said. Uh, Where's Terry Gordy? By the way, speaking of BBTS, did you open up your pile of loot that you got? No, it's still sitting back there, dude. My man, leave it in the cardboard. That's the way. No, you, no, that's no, the no, way no. I leave it. I love it. No. Oh, there's like it's a mixed bag, and I want to. I, I, it's funny. It's like Santa sack. You don't know exactly what's in there. Well, I no, I not this ma- ball bag, dude. Not, not oh, Santa's ball bag. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, Scott, you have such a dirty mind, dude. Like, yeah, I can see the look on your face when I said sack. <laughs> so it's a mixed bag of what's in the box. And so I'm excited to open it and, oh, yeah, I did pre-order that. And, oh, yeah, that. And so it's going to be one of those kind of things. It's always fun getting that pile of loot from BBTS, especially when you go the full three months. It's a lot of fun. I'm telling you, dude, you got to video it when you open everything up because then we can upload it to Fully Postables YouTube's channels. Oh, the Fully Postables. Well, look, I mean, I know we may be jumping the gun here, but you're coming over on Saturday. We're going to go see the Iron Claw. Yep. Saturday night. So maybe when you come over, we'll zip that thing open and... Put a video up. The Claw of Irons. Hell yeah, dude. Hell yeah. I can't wait. I know. I can't wait to see that. I'm taking my tissues. This is kind of funny. I went to Fremont Walmart. And the reason I went to Fremont Walmart is, one, I hate going to San Leandro Walmarts out here in Northern California because they're disasters. Yeah, they're trash. They're trash, dude. So I went out to Fremont. And dude, walking in, they had bacon-wrapped hot dogs. They had that guy cooking up the bacon-wrapped... In front of Walmart? In front of Walmart, dude. I was like... Dude, was like Striper playing a concert in the back or something? Like, (laughs) why would... They only show up at concerts and, like, toy shows. No, because they also show up in front of uh, baseball stadiums after baseball games. Really? Well, it's been a minute since I've been to a ball game, so... Okay. All right. Yeah, they're outside uh, Pac Bell Park all the time, or where Oracle, wherever the Giants are playing at, right? Whatever phone company it is now. Gotcha. I always see them after concerts, and I'm always like, the next time I'm going to get one, I never do. I have yet to have one. I'm so afraid to eat one, dude, because I'm like, am I going to get worms, you know, stuff like that. I know they're cooked. Like, this, these things are sizzling on these, uh, on these grills, but at the same time, I'm like, you know, you know, you get a little nervous, you know, as you're... 
you got a ferry ride back to Alameda. Do you, you, right. You're going to get that rumbly and the tumbly like Boo Bear style, you know? <laughs> right. You're going to get that push notification as soon as you step on the boat and you still got a half an hour until you hit town. <laughs> you step on the ferry. It's like, oh, I just crapped my pants. <laughs> and there it goes. But anyways, so I go into Fremont and the reason I went to Walmart on New Year's Eve is because I needed to pick up totes. Because I was getting tired of the back room just being overwhelming. Like, right. just, like I'm looking at your stack behind you of yeah. figures that are just climbing up your detolfs. Yep. So anyways, I pick up the totes, which cool. You know, I got five totes, good price. They were on sale, picked them up. And I was like, of course, guy, check the figure aisle. So I go over to the figure aisle. Now I want to rewind back to 2017, 2018. Oh, and there were no figures on the pegs. Right. New Year's Eve, and it was either 2017, 2016 going to 2017 or 2017 going to 2018. Somebody will be able to remember this. But I head to the same exact Fremont Walmart. They had the retros. And the retros weren't supposed to be out at that time. And that was the Series 1 retros with Roman, KO, Brock, Cena. I forget who else was in that. But that's Wasn't where that 16 going into 17? I think it might have been 16 going into 17. Yeah, I think that's what it was. So they hadn't even hit across the country yet. And I just happened to stumble across that Fremont Walmart and I found the retros there. Did you do a hop, skippity jump and a yell? I did, especially with yeah. the uh, factory era Roman that I have where he's goatee-less. Oh, very nice. I know. That's where I picked it up. However, fast forward to New Year's Eve of 2023 going into 2024. I walk in and they had Elite 106. Now, uh, granted, it's not on the same scale as the retros. Like when, you know, when the retros first hit, everybody was going buku, bonkers. We lost right? our minds. Yeah. But this was still something that was on the shelves. Walk around the corner with the totes and everything in the cart. And there's Paul Bearer. There's Roxana Perez. I was like, perfect. Those are the two I needed. Grab those. I look up, dude. Six figures high, four stacks. Nothing of except 106. And it was like Sammy, Usos, Chad Gables, Paul Bear, Roxana Perez's. I mean, that it, 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 they not only were there on the pegs, but they were also up above in the stacks, dude, of 106. So I don't even know how many cases they had. They got in. Damn. It was cool seeing something again on New Year's Eve at that same exact Walmart. It's like that. Now it's going to become a tradition. Do I keep going to back to that Walmart on New Year's Eve? It and... seems to be pretty lucky for you. So yeah, you should. And Norm even said he's had luck at that same exact Walmart. So Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. And he said it was on New Year's Eve as well. So Perfect. he says Perfect. there's something about that Walmart on New Year's Eve. So That could become like your guys' New Year's tradition is you meet at that Walmart before the ball drops and go oh. hunt figures. Uh, so I did find 106. Now I know everybody's been finding them on the shelves. Out of all these figures in 106, not one variant Paul Bearer, because I think I was going to pick up the variant Paul Bearer if I saw it. Just to have it? Just to have it. Yeah. Nope, not one variant. Talk to Travis Fowler. Travis, he said he saw 106 on the shelves, and he said no variant Paul Bearer. Wow, okay. So I don't know. We'll, we'll find out if anybody's finding the variant. I haven't seen it on Twitter yet, Okay, but, but we'll see. We'll see if they start popping up here shortly. Okay. And it looks like the uh, the new Legends series with Jimmy Hart is showing up at places. The Andre the Iron Sheik. Uh, the Hogan 3-pack is showing up. And the Ultimate Warrior from SummerSlam 92. The Ultimate, Ultimate Warrior, has been yep. showing up. Yeah, at Target. So uh, Sheena from the Chick Foley group 
posted today where she was at Target and they had the Hogan three pack. And I think it was a Jimmy Hart legend. So are you? I don't get- know, man. It's, uh, it's going to be a game time decision on that Hogan three pack. You don't know if you're going to get it, huh? I don't know. I really like that 80s Hogan look because he's got the bandana in the mouth mm-hmm. and that's pretty cool. But? Well, it's like, what, 60 bucks? Yeah, 70 probably. bucks? Yeah. yeah. And I don't, I mean, I already have the NWO Hogan, the ultimate, and I'm not a huge fan of that 2003 Hogan look. So really, I would just be buying it for for the one, the 80s Hogan. But like I said, game time decision. We'll see. I have to agree with you. The 03 Hogan look just... It's meh. Yeah, it's... The run was cool, but I'm not racing out to buy figures of it. It was weird how he beat Triple H for the title, but then loses it to Taker and... Uh, Yeah, like the next month. I was like, hmm, okay, was that just a a quick little nostalgia? Like, here you go, guys. Relive your childhood for a month, and then poof, take it away. Yeah, that was just weird. Um, Yeah. Anyways, but you know what? We got Hogan versus McMahon at 19, so hey, what can you say? That was fun. That was fun. But yeah, I think that three-pack's going to be a game-time decision. Um, if I see the Warrior, I'll definitely be scooping him up because I already got him on pre-order. And we know how Target goes with pre-orders. You're probably going to see it on the shelves before you see it on your porch. Mm-hmm. So if I spot it, I'll literally cancel the pre-order like I've done in-store so many times before. Yep. By the way, with the, all the totes, I got everything cleaned up, and I feel so much better. Oh, good, dude. Now you just got to stick them in the detolf. There are things that I moved from the back room to the front room where the detolfs are. Okay. So I've got to start putting things together, if you know what I mean. I, I've i got the extra detolf out in the garage. I've got to set that up. I may keep that in the front room and move the one that's in there into the front room. Oh, but what about now that detolfs are collector's items because they're not making them anymore? That's true. You you literally have an MIB detolf. We should really check and see if Sacramento has they anymore. Don't. Oh, you've checked? They don't. Yep. Yep. Palo Alto wiped out. Uh, Emeryville gone. Uh, Sacramento gone. Even the white ones? Uh, I didn't check the white ones. Okay. Because the white ones are basically going to be it, dude. They're not That's making... it. That's all you can find. Yeah. Hopefully the Fig Life is spamming all the um, Ikea's websites and just... Trash that new one. The replacement. We don't... No, we're not going to take it anymore. We haven't had to set it up or anything, but no, keep trashing it. <laughs> yeah, keep keep giving it poor reviews so that it drops down to like a, a 0.3 and they have no choice but to scrap it and bring back the detolf. <laughs> like I said, that's a $200 cabinet that you're paying, what, 150 bucks for? Yeah. I'd, I'd easily pay 200 bucks for that. Easily. Yeah. It's beautiful. It's so well-constructed, easy to put together. They have like the perfect product. And who are they, Taco Bell? Like, hey, we have this perfect menu item. Let's take it away from the, the the people that actually want it. Taco Bell would never do that, dude. Yeah, that's become their MO, dude. It's like their their method of operation now. That's how they roll. They hang their hat on that. They love it. They're like, oh, you guys really seem to enjoy this. Cool, give it back. <laughs> like the cheese at uh, Crunchwrap thing, the cheese at Tostada thing. That never came to be. Did you like that? Dude. That good? I... Loved it. The che- the cheese at tostada was the best. The cheese at crunch wrap, the cheese at flavor got lost in the crunch wrap. I mean, crunch wraps are delicious anyway, but that you didn't really get the cheese it out of it. But the cheese at tostada was incredible. You put it on the menu at two bucks, you're gonna sell billions. That's billions with a B, Jeff. Yeah, I wonder you got that from. <laughs> it's our dad saying, by the way. <laughs> it is. It is. All right, Scott, let's get into the news. We don't have much news at all, unfortunately. It's been uh, Jeff, before we before we roll into the news, can I just say that last week's show 
that was my vulgar display of power town mutant you on this thing how do you mute <laughs> how do you mute how do you mute i'm gonna just type into the notes you son of a bitch over and over how do you mute <laughs> you're just gonna end our zoom yeah and then shows you're just gonna o- talk to for the rest of the show just you show's over now <laughs> <laughs> you're fired <laughs> oh man god damn it <laughs> <laughs> okay uh jazz wears. so this actually goes back to last week in my predictions so jeremy padauer put out a tweet saying 2024 will be a and he put in caps great year for aew wrestling action figures mm. i said in the predictions last week that they were going to basically part ways either let the contract lapse or because we don't know how long it's for. Right. But are they going to let the contracts lapse or, you know, whatever it may be. Did he say Jazzwares anywhere in that tweet? Yeah, he was, he tagged Jazzwares in it. Oh, he did. Okay. Got it. So they yeah. weren't specifically mentioned, but he tagged them in it. You're correct. <laughs> Wouldn't that be a dick move if they dropped him right after that? <laughs> it's going to be a great year for our figures. And you're fired. Who there's been numerous times where people have put out tweets and then like two seconds later they were fired. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or traded in baseball. That's happened before too. Oh yeah. Or the manager gets the vote of confidence by ownership. And then like three minutes later they're fired. Right, right. No, right. he's gonna be our coach next season. Boom, fired. Yeah. <laughs> His job is safe with us. And then the end of football season, they're like, Yeah, he's gone. <laughs> and he's gone. Uh, Walmart had pre-orders this next series of superstars was Muhammad Ali. No pictures of Muhammad Ali, British Bulldog and Kane. British Bulldog is still available to them, even though he's being made by multiple companies. Yeah, that's that's interesting. Breaker and I have talked about this, dude, and I've kind of gotten to the point now that I'm kind of done trying to rack my brain about all these contracts and how they're working and everything. Yeah, I'm going to just be along for the ride. Yeah, it doesn't seem to be non-exclusive anymore. Or it just, I'm sorry, it seems to be non-exclusive now. I don't think the exclusivity really exists anymore. Well, there is some exclusivity Hmm. because, like, Michaels isn't with anybody else. Taker isn't with anybody else. Do you you think the Legends deal locks them into not being able to to be non-exclusive? Well, it also comes down to who the person is signed with. So, like, for example, maybe British Bulldog has the same talent things such as macho man where they this one company licenses them out to different companies because bulldog does that macho man does that i'm missing somebody else but i'm thinking that they just license them out to different people that want andre the giant andre the giant thank you yeah so that's why we're getting multiple figures of andre in in wwe mattel that's why we're getting andre with the big rubber guys andre with zombie you know so they're getting licensed out through all these different companies. But if somebody is licensed directly with WWE legends, I think they might be stuck there. But then again, Greg Valentine had a retro with WWE Mattel. And then he also had a retro with, was that Epic toys? I think it was Epic. Yeah. Or Cella or Epic toys. So again, you don't know how those contracts. So I'm done racking my brain. If I see somebody come up and they're making a figure of them. Cool. I'm just kind of, yeah, we'll enjoy the ride exactly it's it's tough to keep up we're not on the inside and no you know on the end no and all that stuff yeah we always thought it was like based on scale you know i think is the way it used to work but it's obviously not that way anymore there were rumors of a mattel tatanka coming out and i know he signed up with asylum so i 
I don't know, dude, but like you, I'm just, I've given up trying to figure out who's exclusive, who's not exclusive. Um, as far as I'm concerned, keep it non-exclusive for everybody because it almost makes who did it better way easier to play because <laughs> you're getting figures of all of the same guy from multiple companies and Hey, who did it better? They get the money, right? Well, it's not only that, dude. It's like, don't have it be exclusive. Let them make money wherever they can, you know? No, that's exactly. Yeah. That's like, what I'm saying. Yeah. You know, it cool. You've, you're getting money from the WWE legends deal. Okay. Let them go earn money with Sean Ng. Let them go earn money yeah. with the big rubber guys, you know, let them go earn money is, you know, they're not wrestling. Some of them aren't, aren't wrestling nowadays. And, you know, only making money off of cons and appearances and stuff like that. So, yeah. Do you think it's interesting that AEW hasn't gone down the Legends road yet? Is it because there's so many players in the game now grabbing all these Legends up? Like AEW, I think just, or not AEW, Jazzware specifically, I think it's kind of missed the boat. I think it's already passed them by due to like 100 miles an hour, like Zoom, gone. That's a tough one to say. Honestly, it's one of those, I think Jazzware's is trying to, put the main focus on the talent that the is current roster, the current roster, instead of going down that legends road, they've had the opportunity to, they didn't jump at it, but at the same time, they're also putting the spotlight on the talent as it is. So, mm, yeah, I get that. And I guess what sense would it make for Jazzwares to do a legends line when, you know, really the legends kind of show up and hand out belts or do special appearances, but how badass would it be if they did a Kevin Von Eric? If Power Town doesn't have the right to do them, it would be cool if AEW did one with his uh, with his sons. That's it for the news, dude. We, as I said, we didn't have much of anything. I think Steve Ozer was out partying on New Year's, and good for him. But uh, we do have a nostalgia segment. What do you say we jump into it? Let's talk about it. Before we get into the nostalgia segment, we want you guys to head on over to WrestlingFigureDatabase.com. Over there, they have almost every wrestling figure ever made over at WrestlingFigureDatabase.com. They also have updated stuff with new stuff that's coming out. It's going to be hitting the shelves. And that's all over at WrestlingFigureDatabase.com. But what we want you guys to do this week, head on over there, go up into the magnifying glass in the upper right-hand corner, type in... What are we talking about, Scott? We're talking to... about Ring Giants, Jeff. Thank you. Ring Giants Series 3. I forgot to put it down on my notes, and I was like, <laughs> what? Without it in your notes, you're I... like Anchorman with a teleprompter. I searched this last week. Leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> and this week, it's Ring Giants Series 3. Back to you, Tits McGee. <laughs> oh, man. As I get older, my moves get it, start sagging. <laughs> Same. Anyways, in the magnifying glass search engine, type in Ring Giant Series 3 and follow along as Scott reads over this list. Again, that's all over at WrestlingFigureDatabase.com. All right, Scott, what four names do you have for us this week in Ring Giant Series 3? Jack's Ring Giant Series 3 consisted of Carlito. And in your notes, Jeff, you have Stringy Hair. Yeah, so picture kind of doll hair, like hair that would be on 80s dolls or 90s dolls. Soft and goods hair. That's a good way of putting it. That's a great way of putting it, actually. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, doll, soft doll hair or whatever. It's yeah, Carlito was known really for like two things, his apple and his hair. Yes. So they really got the hair good here. 
because they could actually do a soft goods hair on him. So they captured one of like the two main things he was known for. So kudos to Jax on that one. That was a great call to do rooted soft goods hair. That's the best way of putting it, dude. Next up, Unmasked Kane, which was really well done. He was in black tights with red accents. Rey Mysterio, he was in an American flag pants and mask outfit. And last, Shawn Michaels. And, and Jeff, you have down here WrestleMania 21, question mark. And I looked, they're damn close. Yeah, so if you look at the Ring Giants and on Wrestling Figure Database, if you look at the Ring Giants Series 3 and you look at Shawn Michaels, he has on black pants. And they're yeah. very, very similar. They're Without taking the Ring Giants Shawn Michaels out of the package and looking at it, it's very, the pants are very similar to WrestleMania 21 pants. Yeah, that he put the picture against. side by side, and there's a few things missing on the pants on the Ring Giant that were on the WrestleMania gear. But yeah, for all intents and purposes, Jeff, you were right. This is his WrestleMania 20, 21 look from when he wrestled Kurt Angle. These were actually really, really well done. I like this series. Um, I don't know if you caught it, but if you looked at the cane, he had the dark markings around the yes. eyes. Yeah, the dark circles. Like he had not gotten sleep in like 28 years. Yeah, like I look like the right now. <laughs> That's why I use eye cream, dude. <laughs> eye cream? What's this you speak of? Yeah, it's this cream. you. Put, I literally use it every single day. This might be TMI for people. Uh, it's just a cream that comes in a little jar and you put a little bit on your finger and rub it underneath your eyes. Oh, and it makes you look less tired? Well, it takes away the dark circle. Well, it lessens the dark circles. Oh, well, as I get more pale from not being out in the sun because it's wintertime, <laughs> these dark circles are really protruding out of my eyes right now. Yeah, the stark white face and dark black <laughs> circles under the eyes. A little bit haunting. So, yeah, yeah uh, try that. Uh, try some of that under eye cream, dude. All right. Jeff Nocturnal over here. Yeah, it's, it's like a topical cream guy. I'm not sure what the Rey Mysterio pants were from. He had on these American pants. I don't know what it's from. Was I don't know if it was from like a Great American Bash or something or probably. Yeah, they were like American flag pants, American flag mask. Uh, I yeah, you're probably right. It was probably from a bash. Um, I don't know which one, and I don't even know if that was the right pay per view. But I'm sure we'll have an omission next week. Yeah, probably. Nate, call us out again, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, for the Carlito with the stringy hair, there were no sold items on eBay. However, there was one loose for sale currently on eBay for $29.99. I think you have this one in box, Jeff. Is this the one I have in box? Because there was There were several in that box. Okay. Several ring giants, and I believe this was one of them because the person you brought it from uh, was a big Carlito fan. Okay, I'll have to check it out uh, because I know that there was multiple Carlitos throughout the ring giant series so got it and i didn't see it in the package i'm really surprised they didn't include an apple accessory with this they might have and i didn't see it in the package but kind of weird that they didn't if they didn't unmasked cane there were none available for sale ray mysterio last one sold on january 1st of this year 2024 just four days ago mint on card well on card or in box i should say mib for seven dollars seven bucks why would you even sell it i don't know go put it into a donation bin come on now seven dollars what did they charge 86 dollars for shipping probably they got to make some money off of it come on now just go put that in a donation box it is a cool figure and if you're getting it for seven bucks that's not bad dude no that's a hell of a deal for the person that got it but the person that sold it why 
Well, wait till you hear the Shawn Michaels. Shawn Michaels in his WrestleMania 21 tights? Question mark. Last sold eBay listing October 29th for one bid on one bid for ten dollars. Come on now, that was it was double that of retail. These things were like twenty bucks at Walmart. Correct. Just donate it. Come on. Yeah. Stop it. All right, Scott. That rounds out the nostalgia segment. I thought I'd do a fun little, quick little new game i don't even know if it's a new game it's something i just kind of threw together let's see if you like it or not i'm gonna call book it or leave it oh this is just some shit you made up on the fly made up on the fly good job it's about three second game let's see if it works all right (laughs) basically what this is is i'm gonna throw a bunch of names at you uh what kind of names wrestlers names wrestle okay names of wrestlers and what i want you to do is i want you to put on your your CEO hat of a toy company. Okay. Okay. Sometimes we're pretty good at this. And what I want you to do is I want you to think about if you want to sign this guy to a deal. Ooh, look at make... that. My hat says Powertown on the front of it. God Let's damn you. On. God damn you. <laughs> the one time you didn't cough, you had to spit out Powertown, huh? <laughs> God damn it. Throw clear. Throw clear. Every time you say Powertown, I'm going to put a throat clear over it. <laughs> That'll be the censor. <laughs> That'll be the censor. <laughs> Like Eddie uses a slide whistle on drug wrestling history. WWE.com used to use brawler. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to use me using a throat clear. Nice. <laughs> but what I want you to do is I want you to put on your CEO hat and I'm going to throw a name at you. Okay. And I want you to say yay or nay if you want to make a figure of this guy. Uh, What scale of figure am I doing? Am I doing retro? Um, Remco? Uh, let's just... Mm, let's just go six inch i mean sake of argument we'll just keep it even do yeah, six inch scale okay yeah everybody gets mad if you don't do six inch scale and then the pitchforks come out and right then, and the torches we don't need any of that and we don't have clout like todd mcfarlane who's like screw you i'm gonna do whatever the hell i want so yeah bust out a seven inch yeah yeah <laughs> yeah i bet he does anyway <laughs> allegedly allegedly <laughs> all right the first name i'm gonna throw at you and do you want to make a figure of this guy Gentlemen, Chris Adams. I wish you had asked me this after the Iron Claw, because I don't know if he's in it. And then there's a lot of interest right now in the Von Erich name, the Von Erich family. Let me put an asterisk next to Chris Adams when I say yes, because I would like to do a two pack of him and Gino Hernandez. Okay, I like that. It, so let I, me put an asterisk next to his with a yes, but might have missed that boat though, if because of the Vice documentary. We might have missed that boat with Gino and Chris. I'm really hoping that the movie sparks more interest in the Von Eriks in world class, specifically that whole era when it was the Freebirds and the Von Eriks, but your undercard and your your backup roster was so strong. And Gino and Chris were such a huge part of that that I'm hoping it sparks more interest in those guys as well. But you start to wonder, would you lose money if you did them like well, what would my price point be? Let's let's throw that out there. Am I doing like elites, uh, ultimates? Are we so doing? You're doing elite style. Okay. So basically, since we're not Mattel or Jazzwares, we would probably have to price it about forty five. Okay. Okay. So forty five bucks. Uh, that being said, okay, that that clears it up. So we're not going to do like boss fight where they have an elite scale and then they've got kind of like the fanaticos, the basic. Correct. Okay. Because I could see doing that with Chris Adams in like a Fanatico style. Mm-hmm. 
But for that price point, I don't hear enough from people that are like, dude, I would love to have a Chris Adams figure in the collection. Okay. At that price point, I have to pass on Chris Adams. Pass I don't on. want to. I just think I, if I had a basic option, I would go that route. But without that option, I have to pass on Chris Adams. I don't want to, but financially, I think it, it makes sense to pass. Okay. So you would leave Chris Adams. Yes, leave it. Okay, next up, Jimmy Garvin. I'm going to say yes, because he would pair nicely with the P.S. Michael Hayes that came out from Mattel about two or three years ago. And we need Freebirds, any and all, Terry Mm -hmm. Gordy, Michael Hayes, Jimmy Garvin, give us Buddy Roberts, give us Bad Street. I'm Okay. okay with that. But yes, absolutely, Jimmy Garvin. I would specifically start off with gorgeous Jimmy Garvin. Okay. Because you could still put him next to Michael Hayes and people know, yeah, that's yeah. that's them. But hairspray can, robe, the long hair, the beard, white trunks, white boots, absolutely would make Jimmy Garvin. I would have to kind of question if he would pair up nicely with the Michael Hayes that came out recently. And I'll say because when they were teaming up in WCW, they were wearing the long black tights, you know, the leather jackets, the Oakley sunglasses. They that Michael Hayes was on, was in red trunks. I agree, but here's the thing: if you walk into somebody's man cave and they've got a detolf set up and they've got that Michael Hayes and the Jimmy Garvin that I'm gonna make right next to each other, you're like, oh, the Freebirds. Oh, I uh, well, we yes, we would say that. I don't think any casual walking in would be like the hell. You know, I don't even right. think they would think twice about it. Well, I don't care what a casual thinks. I want that <laughs> wrestling fan to walk in and be like, dude, that's awesome. You got the Freebirds. I'd be like, yes, I do. And if he does well, then I would do a gorgeous Jimmy. Well, I would do a uh, Jimmy GM Garvin. Okay. So you say yes to Jimmy Garvin. Yes, I do. Okay. Next up, a gentleman that actually just passed away a few days ago. Killer Khan. Um, the only way I would do a Killer Khan is most likely the way that uh, the big rubber guys would do a killer con LJN style LJN style. I think they've got kind of got the market cornered on that one right now. So I would pass on killer con only because people would want him in that LJN style to add him to what could have been the LJN. So for me, that one's a pass dude. Okay. That's a leave it. All right. Six inch scale. Now this they are signed to zombie. Okay. And I say they, but they are not being made in a six inch scale. And I'm talking about power and glory. Um because they make more sense, I think, as a retro. Okay. Because they totally fit into the Hasbro era, mm-hmm. not the LJN era, and not any of the six inch scale era figures. Definitely not bone crunchers. Um, man, I'm shocked to say it, but I would pass on power and glory in a you, six inch scale. Really? I would. Yeah, I would. They make more sense in the retro style, which zombies making. And that makes way more sense to me. I, I would have to disagree with you because I would kind of look back at the head shrinkers. The head shrinkers were perfect for the Hasbro era and they made them into six inch scale power. Why couldn't they do that with power and glory? I would prefer to do Hercules by himself. So his singles run Hercules Hernandez. Specifically his heel run. So something more akin to like his uh, LJN look. Okay. With soft goods, attire, you know, his interest gear, the chain, the whole bit. 
I would prefer to do that look Hercules by himself in a six inch scale as opposed to power and glory. Now, if Mattel did elites of power and glory, I'd buy him in a second, but we've got to remember this is a $45 price tag, which means a two pack is going to run 90 to a hundred dollars. Correct. Are people going to spend that on a power and glory two pack? Cause you're not going to sell them separately. You're going to sell them together. That makes the most sense. Are people going to spend 90 to a hundred dollars on a power and glory two pack? I, I know I wouldn't, I would not. I would. I totally would. Really? You would oh, do yeah. 90 to 100 like, and not I'm even t- think twice about it? I liked Power and Glory, dude. I like, no, I, I did too, 100%. I didn't think anything. I didn't think much of them when they were, you know, back in the 90s. But the more I watch them, I'm like, man, these guys were badass. If they weren't doing long tag title runs, like if they were doing like Attitude Era booking where the titles changed hands almost every week, I think that Power and Glory would have had at least one tag title run. Oh, at easily. least. Easily. They had the look. Like, they were both Vince guys. They were cut. They were big. They just looked like Vince guys. They would have definitely had one to two tag title reigns, no doubt. But the thing is, I don't know that people would draw. I mean, I, of course you would. I don't know that there would be enough volume there. You know what you could do, actually? It's to dress it up a little bit. Sell them as a two-pack. However, I know this sounds weird, but... Hercules wore the long tights when he was part of Power and Glory. Yeah. You can remove the tights and have the baby blue trunks underneath. So you're doing soft good tights? You would have... I know it'd look weird. I know. That'd look weird, dude. But you can... I think it would take away from the aesthetic. All right, all right. Never mind then. Yeah, I think it would look strange. I mean, I get where you're going with that. I'd almost rather have like swappable legs. Uh, uh, That would raise the price on these figures then. But if I'm charging $45. Well, no, you would have to up the price. If you were going to have swappable legs and stuff like that. Remember every time you add an accessory or you add deco or that's cost, dude, that's money. Well, Supremes look at the AEW Jazzwear Supremes. They come with extra legs, heads, hands. They're also making 10,000 of these things or 15,000 that cuts down their cost. Yeah, This is a small mom and pop shop type deal that has to each accessory that they throw in the package is going to be more. You would have to charge more if you're going to add swappable legs and stuff like that. Okay. So let me, okay. So let me say that if I'm doing power and glory, I'm also putting out a Hercules Hernandez singles run figure and I'll just eat whatever Paul Roma costs me. Well, no, you just put Paul Roma in a Four Horsemen stuff. Or I sign Jim Powers. And make the Young Stallions. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay, here here you go. Would you spend 90 to $100 on a Young Stallions two-pack? You know what's funny? I don't know if you can see it on my notes. This was going to be the follow-up to Power and Glory. Young Stallions are right there. Oh, that's hilarious. That's what I was honestly that was gonna lead into the next one. <laughs> I'm like Johnny Carson as the great Karnak, like holding the envelope up to my head. I wish our predictions were this good. <laughs> right, I know. Um man. So I don't think many people would want the young stallions. I think people would I tend to agree with that. I think people would like a power and glory. I don't um, know, dude. I, I think they were popular enough to at ninety dollars. I think so. If you dress them up, make them look really good and like, I want everybody to reach out to you on the X, dude. And like, would you buy power? And I'm not saying like, oh, sure I would. And then like push comes to shove and there's the pre-order button in your face. And you're like, 
Nah, I'm good, bro. No, I can't I'm, do I'm, it. I'm sorry. I can't do it. Uh, I'm strapped this month. 90, it's 90 bucks. It, I can't do it. It's 90. Like, and I get that. Like, that's why I'm coming from that place. Like, if I'm strapped for cash, my figure budget isn't going to go to Power and Glory. But for 45 bucks, a singles run Hercules Hernandez with soft goods entrance attire. Yeah, I'm all about it. So like I said, maybe I would eat the cost on Paul Roma and just make it mm-hmm. if I could do the Hercules figure. Okay, this one's for Ethan, S.A. Rios. You know what? I would do it for Ethan. Just for the one person you would spend for the a bunch- one, I would have one sale. <laughs> <laughs> and I would probably go to Jason Wolf and be like, dude, can you make me an S.A. Rios figure, please? Just one, dude. I just need one, <laughs> honestly. <laughs> exactly. All right. That's all I, I need have- is just one. I have one more name on the list in the last. Oh, name. just one. This is this game's fun. Oh, you like book it or leave it. Huh? I I like really like this game. This might be my favorite game we've done. Really? I I really like this one, dude. It's fun playing CEO. Okay, well, it's the last one on the list for this week. So book it or leave it. Van Hammer. Oh. Am I free to put all accessories with him? You can put a guitar. You can put the top hat. The hat, the jacket, the jacket, everything. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. There's okay. no doubt I'm booking Van Hammer, dude. The accessories might be a little much. It might you push said $45. All right. All right. Yeah. $45. Yeah. It, I will every... definitely make Van Hammer for 45 bucks. Because every time you have to tool up something, man, a hat, a guitar, anything you have to tool up something, man, it's in a just, it's just cost against the budget. But, $45 for Van Hammer, six inch scale. You would do it. Absolutely. Without even blinking an eye. I would have a contract in front of Van Hammer. Like, dude, let's do this. I would get people excited about it. I would put together a best of Van Hammer compilation video that would last all of about 28 seconds. <laughs> and we would sell the crap out of his figure. I hear Breaker screaming right now. Hell yeah, let's do this. <laughs> and it'll be 38 seconds, not 28. Yeah. <laughs> He was better than 28 seconds. Yeah, no, I would, dude, no doubt about it. I would definitely do a Van Hammer figure. I wonder how many people would actually buy a Van Hammer six-inch scale. $45, my Jew. $45. How many people would actually click that pre-order button for a Van Hammer figure? I'm going to guess more than you're thinking. I'm going to guess I would sell more Van Hammers than Power and Glory. I mean, A, because of the price point. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Is probably because of the price point. But still. All things considered, I think Van Hammer outsells Power and Glory. I think there's a lot of fans of that early era WCW, early 90s era WCW, that it's going to hit the soft spot for a lot of people. Just like when Sean Ng did his PN News figure, there's a soft spot for people with that era. I think Van Hammer figures will sell all day, dude. Uh, Scott, actually, I do have one follow-up also. Uh, We were talking about Hmm. Super 7's music line. And Joe Ralph jumped in. He said, listening to Fully Posable, talk about Super 7 musician figures. This Uh is something I never do, but I fantasy booked a Wu-Tang Super 7 Ultimates line in my head recently. I just love the idea. They already made an old dirty bastard. That's what gave me the idea. Series 1. RZA? 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 Uh Method Man. Ghostface Killa. Giza. Series 2. Inspector Deck. You God. Masticilla, Capadonna, plus an exclusive Bobby Digital. I would put them in all in familiar outfits, but more fantasy style outfits, similar to the outfits from the PS1 video game. 
Uh, I said, love this idea, but outside of mics, what accessories do they come with? He said, ODB came with a bottle, a mic, and that looks like his album cover. I know the fantasy aspect would throw a lot of people off, but I would like to see them with ninja weapons. Realistically, little albums. Meth or all could come with blunts or blunt hands. (laughs) And Super 7 can do that. I mentioned the designs being similar to the video game. Here's what they look like. And he took a picture of the video game cover. So anyways. Okay. So anyways, I wanted to kind of throw that in there. Yeah. And I think it's one of those things that if the music line continues to do well at Super 7, all of these options become available. Right. So it's just a matter of support what they've done so far and then hope that they see the the progress, the results, the sales, and then hope that more comes from that. Yep. So just keep supporting them, man, because they they really seem to be pumping out the music figures now. And I think the more support they get behind it, i.e. more money behind it, uh, you're just going to see more and more product coming. So, yeah, keep it going, man. And Scott, that rounds out the show i want everybody to head on over to wrestling toy tracker over there they've got the carded and loose prices of ljn's galoobs hasbro's just toys bendems defining moments and retros if you're on the hunt for any of those figures head on over to wrestling toy tracker to see if you're getting a fair market value again that's wrestling toy scott no drunk wrestling history since last week was the clip show Correct. Yeah, we skipped a week. But uh, if you want to check out any of our other shows, wherever you get your podcasts at, uh, we're on the X, wrestling underscore drunk. We're not always accurate, but we are always drunk. Eddie missed one on the clip show. Your best joke from the roast. Which was? Eddie, you know, you're my best friend. Oh. (laughs) Yeah, of course he didn't play that one because I shredded him with it. Yeah, but dude, that was hilarious, man. (laughs) And then I think there was one where Adam roasted you or you roasted Adam or Eddie roasted you or something, but that got in. Yeah, he played the one where I roasted Adam. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. But but the one where you said, you know, Ed, you're my best friend and I'm glad we did this. I'm glad it's continuing, but... You know, one day you're going to look back and go, man, I miss my left foot. He left that out, dude. That was probably the best joke of that roast. (laughs) Yeah, of course he left it out. He made the clips. (laughs) That's true. But do check out Drunk Wrestling History. Uh, Google all these podcasts so you can find them very easily and just listen while you're at work. Walking the dog, whatever you're doing at the gym. You guys got New Year's resolutions and you're at the gym. Oh, I thought that was a podcast name. Walking the dog. Nope. Actually, okay. that would, that'd be a fun podcast to make. Just walking the dog. <laughs> yeah, you're like, Google these podcasts. Walking yeah. the dog. I'm like, oh, yeah. okay, I'm going to listen to this. Don't walk. Okay. Don't. Not that part. Not that part. Just Google the rest of these that I'm about to name. <laughs> Check Starting out, now. Now. Check out the Rumble Wheel with Daniel Cross and Brian Breaker. A couple of weeks back, they interviewed the gentleman who played Harley Race in the Iron Claw. I heard really, really good things about the guy that played Harley Race, said he got him down to a T. If you listen to that episode, dude, he he studied Harley to a T. That's awesome. He got his mannerisms. He did an excellent, excellent job. So Because apparently the guy who plays Flair, instead well, of watching Flair stuff, he watched Will Ferrell playing that character in Eastbound and Down that looked like Ric Flair. Apparently he studied that guy. Are you kidding me? Totally kidding you. Oh, I thought that was real. <laughs> no, but from everything I've heard, that's who he studied. That's like drunk wrestling history when you guys get the wrong show. 
which has happened at least twice. It's happened twice. That's such a drunk thing to do. (laughs) Oh, boy. Also, check out the TB Toy Cast. And Scott, do you want to take a random guess of what Breaker and I talked about this past week? Nintendo. No, that was the previous week. Damn it. I thought I was going to surprise you. Although Nintendo should have been a two-parter. I, I, dude, Nintendo should have, it ran for, we got ours in 87. Yeah. I think we got the Genesis in 91, 90, 91. And we didn't stop playing the Nintendo until 93 when we got the Super Nintendo, I think. Yeah. By the way, I guess kids playing Tetris nowadays is the biggest thing going right now. You see that 13 year old beat it first kid or first person ever in history. Yeah, like and the game's the ga- 40 years old. Yeah, the game didn't the game like freeze up and just like I don't know. It stops. What... Yeah. yeah. It's like a um a limitation in the code. It wouldn't go past all the nines. It like it just stopped. The game freezes. It's like done. <laughs> like crazy. he ran out of game to play. Like you could not go any further. That's insane. Yeah, games went out for 40 years and a 13-year-old beat it. It's insane. Anyways, yeah, yeah. It was Eric was watching something. Basically what they did, I know this is way off topic but what the kid did is he flipped the controller around and there's this thing called rolling and oh. he, he he was like rolling his fingers underneath the f- keypad and he was uh, dude it was so weird but he flipped the controller around and it was a he was able to do all this stuff it eric was w- watching a youtube video on it oh interesting it, it's okay. in, it's interesting yeah i've heard of like different ways to hold controllers there's like a claw grip or something you can do like yeah, I, I don't know. There, iron claw grip. I, I don't know. Yeah, something like that. There's two finger holes in the back, or something like that. Yeah, one. Yeah, one pink, one brown, something like that. Anyways, something like that. Maybe two. Uh, but pink, no, I don't remember. <laughs> we did not talk about NES. Do you want to take another guess? Sega Genesis. No, we Breaker likes to split up the video game systems. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Good guess, but also no. Uh, I'll stop you right there. We All talked right. about the Rocky toys. That was my next guess. You've got to be kidding me. No, it wasn't. Okay, I had a feeling. The Remco ones, right? No, or we no, talked to... Not Remco. The Jax ones that came out in 2008. Oh, so you're not talking like the Rocky ones from back in the day, which I thought those were Remco. They might have been somebody else. They were Remco style. Yes, the Thunderlips, Apollo, Coverlang. Yep. Okay, so you're talking like the ones that Jax made. Correct. Awesome. Dude, I wish I had gotten a couple of those. I look back at those and I'm like, damn it. And they made a ring. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those are badass figures, dude. And they go for quite a bit of coin on the secondary. They do. Yep. Um, the slab of meat was hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. An MOC slab of meat. And I, the bad thing was, is I had just lost my job at that time. So I couldn't collect any of those. Yeah. There was no figure budget for that. There was, it was wrestling figures and that was it, man. The budget, the budget was limited at that time. Yep. Oh, badass, dude. That's a great choice. Yeah. Talked about the Rocky figures from Jax this past week. Positively Pro Wrestling Podcast with Steve and Eric. Check that out as well. Stolen Gimmicks Podcast with Joe and Jordan. Also in the Marbles Pod with Soda and Ethan, legendary wrestling figures with Brian, and the legendary is L E J E N D A R Y. Work the on podcast with Jeff and Jamie, pod subject to change with Nick Dunham and his two kids. Trivia with Buds, Ryan Buds. Happy New Year to you. It's good hearing from you. Chick Foley Show, RJ with Ringside Rant, EJ and Rucker doing boot to the face. Tim's pulling up a chair with the fig life, and Marty and Sarah love wrestling. Scott, roll call. Yep. 
Throw it out to Jason Wolf, who is one very busy man. The dude is hustling. But if you need custom figures, you got to check out his custom chop shop. If you need custom artwork, you got to check out what this man does. Again, that's Jason Wolf, W U L F. Check out his social media accounts, The Art of Jason Wolf. Check out his custom chop shop for his custom figures, his Hasbro, Galoob, LJN style. Like you name it, the dude is doing it. And he'll take an LJN and like shrink it down to a Galoob or a Hasbro size. Absolutely incredible. Jason Wolf at The Art of Jason Wolf. And of course, Jeff, I'm going to throw it out to Steve Hoker and his T Public store. Jump over to T Public. Check out Starman NJ. And that is Steve Hoker's store. All proceeds go to a chair different charity every single month. And Steve is doing great work over there. Most likely he has merch of your favorite podcast. So go give it a look. Starman NJ on T Public. And Jeff, that rounds out roll call. And Scott, <laughs> that rounds out episode 415. You heading to Taco Bell, by the way? Uh, no, I think we're going to pick up Peyton from dance. Yeah. And then leftover enchiladas from last night. Ooh, delicious. Yeah, dude. Shannon did chicken enchiladas. They were bomb. Oh, that's so good. All, that sounds all good. Oh yeah. Well, she does hers cause she's on keto. Right. So she does the low carb tortillas. Correct. Or carb free or whatever they are. Yep. Stuffs the chicken in there, the olives, the sauce, the cheese. Yeah. Oh, so good. Mine were regular tortillas, not carb. I'm not dealing with that shit. <laughs> I had the, the regular tortillas. I can't handle that shit. Even though they're quite delicious. Ah, no, nah, I don't mess with that. No. <laughs> Give me the manly tortillas. <laughs> the ones that clog up my arteries and where they're always sending me push notifications. Those are the ones <laughs> I want. It's like eating a bacon wrapped hot dog. I didn't know my muscles back there were so strong. <laughs> uh, Scott, also, I'll be coming out to Tracy. We are going to see the claw of irons on Saturday night. Cannot wait, dude. It's going to be a lot of fun. Looking oh, that- forward to it. That's another one I should have put on Book It or Leave It. Outback Jack. Yeah, leave it. All right, Scott, for episode 415, anything else? Stay safe. Stay healthy. Big life since 2016. And happy toy hunting and Power Town. God damn it. (laughs) Could you imagine if somebody's listening to this as they fall asleep and they're just like, Man, I really need to go buy something from Power Town. You know, yeah, suddenly and... that Carrie Von Eric sells out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God damn it. I want to thank everybody for listening to episode 415. Hashtag Fig Life. Adios. Let's go Jeff and Scott, the Tomb Brothers, busting out the ring But we don't take it out the box, M.O.C. Happy toy hunting, we'll see you next week We're the OGs of WFP Fully posable, thank you all for listening It ain't no storyline, real life siblings So everybody go and do your toy spotting Hashtag Fig Life, adios from the Kings